We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back live on Spotify Green Room, sponsored by Blue Wire. I am your host, Tyler. I'm joined by my two guys, as always, here. Malcolm. It's officially game day. We are less than an hour away from game day. The Lions last preseason game versus the Indianapolis Colts. Then that's a wrap for the preseason. And then we welcome in the regular season, not next Sunday, but the Sunday right after that, September 12th, Lions versus Niners at Ford Field. The Dan Campbell era officially starts there. Boys, how are you doing today? Finally, Mr. Hart. I smell it. Back I smell it. To Spotify Green Room. I'm here, baby. Let's go. Lions game. Let's go. Woo! Yes, sir. Here, I'm doing? doing well. I'm doing well. Um, What's up with you, Tyler? Are you good? I'm doing well, man. I was telling you guys before the show, I had to eat some dinner fast so I can come here on Spotify. Mm, chicken Parmesan. Can't beat it, right? Yeah. All right. Now, uh... All right. Let's get into it. So if you guys didn't listen to our last episode, we did a 53-man prediction roster for, obviously, out of all the 80 guys that have left. So go listen to that. We did offense and defensive version. So if you guys have listened to that, go listen to that. We're going to do another one after this game. Not immediately after this game, but after this game. Maybe sometime after this weekend, we'll get right into that. We're going to do another 53-man prediction. It's going to be a big day because with this game, you know, we've mentioned it multiple times in this offseason, and we've mentioned it multiple times during this preseason. This camp and this preseason – there's as many open spots as you could think of. I mean, there's a competition at literally every single position, quarterback, running back, receiver, the list goes on. There's a, there's a position battle at every single spot on this team. Not going to say every starting position at this team, but every spot on this team could is up for grabs. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that right away. I'm going to start off with Pierre. Uh, Pierre, 
with this Lions Colts game, last Lions Colts or last Lions preseason game, only three this year, and that's going to be the new trend going forward. Yeah, you know what is a what is a competition and a battle you're going to be specifically looking at today? Um, I want to let's just start like starting with the quarterback and done. Do you guys want to do that? Is that okay? That's fine. Like, we can do yeah, we, we can do that. At quarterback, you got David Blau, Tim Boyle battling for the number two spot. I believe Blau was starting tonight. Um, I think all three will make it. What are your thoughts on that, guys? Yeah, no, I, I think all three is making it. We we put in our prediction that I, I think we all agree. We're all in agreement that all three are going to make this team. And it's an interesting battle right now because I don't think either quarterback has looked great. I think Blau's had moments of looking good. But I wouldn't say he's looked great. I don't think he's locked up that backup quarterback spot right now. And, you know, I think today it's going to be a big test for him maybe, you know, because you said he's starting today. So he's going to get more of the Colts' top-line, you know, backups, I would say, rather than what he would get in the second half. So this is the first time he's going to be starting throughout the whole preseason. And, you know, he's going to be the number one option today as far as the quarterback position. So we'll see what he could do because – we saw what Tim Boyle could do. He he relieved Goff in the first game. Didn't look all that good, but didn't really have the best protection. Second game versus Dealers just wasn't very accurate. Blau looked good when he got the opportunity in the second half. So it's going to be interesting if they're going to give Blau the full game or are they going to get Tim Boyle at some point during this game. Do you know that by any chance, Pierre? Um, they're both playing. They're both fine. So Blau's starting. Okay, so that's that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah so Blau, Blau is getting more top-end players today. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a very intriguing battle because Malcolm has said it. He's not comfortable with either guy if, if Goff were to miss a game to, for the Lions team to win a game with either Blau oh, or Goff. No. Stick or, a fork in it. Stick a yeah. fork in it. It's, it's a wrap. If, one, if Goff goes down, man, I don't, trust either, I don't trust either of those guys. Yeah, yeah. So right. Now, um... You want to get the running backs? Go on to the running backs. So, Swift and Williams are safe for now. After that, I think it's wide open. Jefferson might be safe as well. But then you have Jamar Jefferson, uh, Greg Reynolds, Dedrick Mills, and Godwin. I believe it's Iquabike. I can't say his name. Um, so, one guy to watch for me is Craig Reynolds. I think I have him in right now on the 53-man roster. He just came in. Like, I don't know where he landed, started the next game. He introduced himself to teammates in the huddle, which was interesting. And Deuce Staley also gave him the nickname Netflix because he was watching football on his couch, watching Netflix or whatever on his couch. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's playing in the NFL. You know, the thing with Craig Reynolds, too, I think it's going to be interesting to see where he's going to be positioned in this game. What what point is he going to get the opportunity in? Because in the first two games, he has been – the last running back. He's usually end of the game, and he's gotten two touchdowns to end the game. But, you know, right. I, wa- I want to see maybe today where is he in the depth chart because I think that's a big saying of where he's in the depth chart if, if he ends up starting or if they're going to go with either a Mills or – I don't know how to say the guy's name. I'm just going to say the safety from Northwest – the former safety from Northwestern who's now a running back. I'm just, that's how we're going to refer to him as. So it's going to be interesting who ends up starting this game. I think Jefferson could also be one of those guys who could be starting, you know, starting the game today at running back. You mentioned the Swift. Obviously not going to play. He's dealing with an injury right now, and he wouldn't be playing anyways. Jamal Williams, definitely not going to play today. Um, it's going to be interesting who starts. I, if I had to predict or not, I'd probably see Jamar Jefferson because I, even though I think he makes his team, I don't think he's a definite lock to make the team. I think if he – you know, doesn't look necessarily good today, um, and, and these other guys really, really step up. Like, I mean, really, really step up. You know, maybe the Lions decide to go a different way. 
So I, I think Jefferson gets the nod though to start. Yeah, I'm with you there, Malcolm. I'm I'm with you guys. Um, I think this is gonna, I think it's going to be a big game for the running backs to to determine who's going to make this team. Yeah. So that's something I'm interested to see. I think whoever comes up big in this game may may have you know taken that job. So this is a big game for all those guys. Uh, like for example, Craig Reynolds. I mean, even though he's been balling out every single you know the last two games, if he struggles this game, and uh, I'm not even going to try to even pronounce his last name, has a, a pretty good game. Like if he comes out and Godwin has a really guy. good game, yeah. If he has a really good game, hell, he might take the job. So this yep. is really huge for those running backs. So I'm glued in. I can't wait yeah. to see what they do. All right. Yeah, and now, it's not just it's not just one position too. It's you got two spots of the running back position. It's not just one, you know. So it's gonna be a real big competition. And you know, you mentioned it. Craig Reynolds really, really needs to step up today because you know, even though he's been the highlight of the preseason so far, he doesn't have much, you know, security or much police to mess up. So he he really needs to be on his game today. And it's gonna be another big opportunity for him tonight. Right. Yeah, this is now. A let's step. get he into. Yeah, let's get into like the one I'll be watching the closest is the wide receiver competition. The three locks right now are um, Tyrell Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Cleve Freeman. After that, it's wide open. Uh, Prashard Perriman, the Lions gave him a two and a half million dollar deal with two million guaranteed, but he's on the bubble. I don't have him making the roster. He struggled in camp. You have Tom Kennedy, who has played well. Victor Bolden was really good without pads. Once the pads came on, had a ton of drops in camp. Pajama Javon, Warrior. Javon McKinley. Had a touchdown last week. Sage Surratt has struggled. I believe I covered everyone. Um, I don't think I missed a receiver. Who Who are you guys watching, and who Who uh, Who's the name to keep an eye on tonight? Start off with you. Who you? Oh, uh, we'll start off with you today. All right, sure. Um, Brashard Pyramid, hundred percent Brashard Pyramid. He's a guy that has to show that he can do all the things that the the, the coaching staff thought he could do when they brought him in which is create separation and, and making those big plays. And he has to show it this game. Or just like Pierre's predicting he's not making his roster, if he doesn't show up this game, he's going to be O-U-T, which is out. <laughs> he ain't going to be on the roster. So he <laughs> has to show up big in this game. Has to. He, he, he has no other choice. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, another name I'm curious to watch. I mean, Tom Kennedy, I would say, like, you know, he's been making plays all preseason. This is another big opportunity for him. He's got to make another big game, I think, to make this team. And if, if he can do what he's been doing these, you know, these last two preseason games, just like Craig Reynolds, you know, I, I think he has a good shot at making this team. Dan Campbell's praised him, says he really likes uh, Tom Kennedy. You know, I, I think the same thing kind of goes with Tom Kennedy, like what I just said about Reynolds. Like, you know, if, if TK struggles today, let's say, you know, he doesn't have this big security blanket or this big leash where he, he can mess up. I mean, you really got to be on your game, especially with an open competition like this. You know, I think something that might favor these guys rather than the running back position, you got a lot of position here. You got a lot of, like, room to, you know, you could be adding here because we mentioned we only got three locks. You got Terrell Williams, you got uh, Khalif Raymond, you got Amon Ross St. Brown. After that, I mean, teams usually – Usually, I like to say carry five to six receivers, so you're talking about another three, you know, another two to three more roster spots. And some teams, it will even carry up to seven. So, like, you're talking about maybe even four roster spots. So, there's a lot of, you know, room to be held. Um, another guy I'm really interested to watch is Quintess Cephas. I think he's looked pretty good the first two games. I'm interested to see what he can do maybe in this third game. Maybe him and Blau get a bit of a connection going right now. So, that's something I want to keep an eye out for. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, yeah, that's why I forgot to mention Quintus Cephas. Now going to tight end. Um, TJ Hawks is out. I don't know if Fouts will play or not, but I know Brock Wright and uh, Elise Mack are competing for that third tight end spot. If I'm being honest, I don't think either of them makes. I think they'll claim someone else on the waivers because they they both like have struggled as tight end three. Who are you guys watching? Like, who do you think will win it if you had to choose one? Um, Tyler, go ahead. You're choosing from Elise Mack and Brock Wright. You cut. I, I cut off. Yeah. Is that is that what we're doing? Yeah. 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 Sheesh. Uh. <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay to black out on that one because I mean those two names. My God. Um. <laughs> it's um, tough. It's tough. Who wins the the third spot? I mean, I I predicted neither of them to win. I predicted they're scary too. Going to the initial fifty three and claim somebody. Let me but, yeah. okay. real quick, What's real quick. They, they both went to Notre Dame. Were they teammates? Did Elise Mack go to Notre Dame too? I know Brock Wright went yeah. to Notre Dame. Yeah, they, oh, they, Elise they and Mack did. did go to Notre Dame. Yeah, so they were teammates. Uh, they might have I been. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah it makes sense. Elise and Mack one year. Yeah, because wow. Elise and only been here for one year, so it's possible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, fact of the day, there it is. <laughs> I think if I had, needs to just ball out today. Like, yeah, if, if I had to, if I had to choose, I'd go Elise Mack, but he has not impressed me honestly. Like he his. Something that's really big for a tight end is blocking, and he's just not been that guy. But I think he might have the edge over Brock Wright because they have good blocking tight ends already on the roster. You got a damn near another offensive lineman with Darren Fells and then TJ Hawkinson. I think that's something he can improve on definitely, but like he's not a scrub at blocking. So I think if they were going with a preference, I think they would prefer more of a receiving tight end than a necessarily blocking tight end. Not that Brock Wright's been some great blocking tight end, but I think Elise Mack is a better receiving option than Brock Wright. So I'll say Elise Mack, but I mean, if Brock Wright has a couple good catches today, I might change that answer. <laughs> I think this position is up for grabs today. Like whoever has the better game should get, should get it, should get the spot. This is it. This is it. Who this do you got, Malcolm? This is down to. It, just like Pierre said, it's going to boil down to whoever has the big game today. And I think this is a big game for a lot of guys. And this is another situation where these are two guys who hasn't performed well in preseason. Um, yeah, Mac is probably praised a little bit more in, in, by the coaching staff a little bit more than, than Brock Wright. But this is the game that is going to boil down to who's going to make the roster. And whoever comes up bigger, 
in this game is going to make the roster. And I'm leaning towards Mac because have you seen the he, like have you seen the size? Like this dude is huge. Like he looked like he could straight like move guys, and he looked like he can do it. <laughs> but yeah. he hasn't done it so far. So I'm 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 interested to see what he does. And usually guys come out big in these last preseason games. Like we saw a couple years ago when Mike Ford wasn't performing well, and his last preseason game balled out and made the roster. So this is this is could be a situation like that. So Matt, come on, man, let's go. Now, now if neither of these guys ball out and they've been doing what they've been kind of doing the last, the first two games, they could cut both of them and they can just find someone from a different team. That's possible. So Good. it's a big opportunity for them today. They have to really step up today and come to the play and see what she could do today. Somebody step up, goddammit. Yeah. Please. 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 Um, please. <laughs> please. Um, now going into the offensive line, you got Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow, Big V, um, Panay Sewell. Sewell's the only starter that's playing today, by the way, from what I read. He needs it. He needs it. Yeah, he needs it. And then the backups, you have um, Logan Stenberg, Tyrell Crosby. I think Crosby's still injured. You have Matt Nelson. He'll probably play. Uh, Evan Brown, Tommy Kramer, Dan Skipper, Darren Paolo, and Evan Heim. So Darren I believe Paolo's still here. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about him. I didn't want to think about him. <laughs> um, so with the backups, I think they'll carry three of them. Stenberg, or four, I'm sorry, Stenberg, Nelson, Crosby, and Evan Brown. You guys agree with that? I do. But I, I wouldn't look past a guy like Tommy Kramer. I think Tommy Kramer's looked okay so far in these first two games, especially last game. I thought he looked okay. He had a bigger opportunity last week where he got to play a lot more in the game. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what more of Tommy Kramer today. He's an also another uh, Notre Dame kid. So that's that's something I want to keep an eye out for today. Maybe he could win that guard position. I think it's going to ultimately come down to him or Stenberg or Brown. I think they choose two out of three out of those guys. I think Brown might have more of the flexibility just for uh, for him, you know, being able to play center and having experience in the league already. But, you know, if Stenberg struggles today, which he was better last game, but if Stenberg struggles today, he still might have the green light to make this team. But I wouldn't necessarily be shocked if Kramer could have a really good game, really stand out today. Hey, maybe you look, maybe you, you give the spot to Tommy Kramer. We'll see. I mean, it's, it, this is something where we've been talking about all offseason two, the regimes. Uh, Logan Stenberg was a Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia guy where Tommy Kramer, who was not drafted, but he was picked up by this regime, by Brad Holmes and right. you know, and, and the staff. So maybe that, that has some stay. But we have to also mention Hank Fairley, who was uh, the offensive line coach for both regimes, both the Patricia era and now this era. So yep. maybe uh, you know, he, has a good, he has a good feel, I think, for both these guys. So we'll see. I think that's going to be an interesting battle. If I had to give it out right now, I'd probably give it to Stenberg. But I, I wouldn't sleep on Tommy Kramer today. Okay. Yeah, that's Uh-oh. interesting. I, I'm, I the, the guards and the interior line. I think it's a lock to me. I, I'm, I'm not even. I'm. I mean, you, you're betting on Tommy Kramer. Well, you're, you're hope. You know, you're saying Tommy Kramer has a shot. I don't even. I don't even know. I don't yeah. think so. I, I think. I think they're set right now. I think the guys that have in the interior. I think they're not going to go nowhere. I think Logan Stumberg is going to be the backup. I don't see Tommy Kramer taking his job this game. I mean, if it happens, it happens, but. I don't, I just don't see it. I think it's, I think they're locked right now. And as far as the tackles, I agree with you. I don't think there's going to be much shifting. I don't think a, a, a no. Dan Skipper or Peter. What the hell is the guy's he name from a, Utah? He needs a, he needs a Dan Skipper needs a goddamn miracle. 
to Peter, what's, what's, what's who's Aaron the guy Paolo? from Utah? Yeah, Paulo. Yeah, like I mean, that's the other center or the tackle <laughs> competition we got right now. So you got obviously you know Sewell. You got Decker. Like those guys aren't going anywhere. You got Crosby. He's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, you Although got Crosby was he was being shocked um, earlier. Yeah, but like, who are you gonna I get? Think they, I think. They, I think. I yeah. I don't think they should because the depth there is. Yeah, if you lose Crosby, it's, it's not ideal. Because Matt Nelson, Matt Nelson was fine last year. He was serviceable when he get, played right tackle, but he's a guy who's been pick. I've been picking on him a lot personally in this preseason. So I want to see him kind of ball out. I think he makes the team just because I don't think Dan Skipper's really much of anything, and I don't think Darren Paula. What I saw that first game, I don't think did he even get a snap the second game. I don't even remember seeing him because I, I I remember my eyes were a little better that second game than the first one because I he, for the offensive line. He's been bad. Maybe a developmental guy in a practice squad or something for Powell. No, but no, dude, you could just get know. rid of him. You could just get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's get into uh, let's get into the defensive lineman. We're gonna go with the interior guys: um, Brockers, Nick Williams, Ali McNeil, Deshaun Hand, Deshaun Cornell, Onzeruke, Kevin Strong, Bruce Hector, John Pinasini, and Miles Brown. I think I have everyone. Um, so I I'm gonna say a surprise on here. I don't have Nick Williams making it, and I don't have John Pinasini making it. With that being said. If they're both active today, they both need to show a lot today because they just haven't been healthy during camp. We haven't seen that much of them either. Does you anybody know, know if, Nick's, if Nick Williams is playing today? I don't know, um, but I, I would expect I don't him know. to play. I would expect him to play, though. I think he needs this game. Needs I'll say game. this. If, yeah, Kevin Strong, if Kevin Strong and Bruce, Bruce Hector have another strong game, I think it'll be hard not to put him on the 53-man roster. I think if we see Nick Williams today, then he's definitely a roster bubble guy. But if we don't see Nick Williams today... I think you could you could say he's on the team, right? Yeah, if we don't see him, I'm guessing he'll be on the team if he doesn't play. Yeah, yeah if we don't see him today, because he's not injured right now. He's back. So, you know, I, I think yeah, he, he makes a team if he, if he doesn't play today. I, but I think he will play today, if I had to guess. So, okay. we'll see. like, is he back? I don't know. Has he returned to practice? I don't know about that, honestly. Yes, yes, Has he returned back? back? I, I heard he, I heard, he, I heard he took some snaps. He did. Okay, so, yeah, he did. so Penasini, and Crosby so also Penasini returned self. to practice as well. Yeah, but like Crosby, we know what Crosby is. We don't need to see Crosby. Yeah, we know like, what Crosby is. Yeah, and we know what Penasini is too. But like, he needs to play. Like, he needs the reps right now, and he needs to prove it because there's a motherfucker named number sixty-one, and he's a big motherfucker. <laughs> His name is Miles Brown. <laughs> I mean, if he, he has not. another good game, Penasini is on that field, or Penasini doesn't look good today. Hey, don't. Sleep on Miles Brown, and I'm going to bring it up again. This Penasini was drafted by the last regime. Miles Brown was picked up by this regime. No gloves. That's a football player, man. That is a football no player. <laughs> okay. Um. So, Miles Brown, keep an eye out for him. Number 61, no gloves. No He's gloves. He's a big fucker. So, you won't miss yeah. him. I'll just say that. <laughs> All right. Man, so he needs no, no um, equipment. No accessories. Malcolm, what are your thoughts on the D line? There's some guys who need to play. Like like we're talking about Nick Williams, John Pinasini. Those guys, I mean, yeah, it, it's tough because if Pinasini doesn't show out and Tyler's boy, Miles, Miles Brown, Miles, uh, Miles no Brown, gloves, baby, <laughs> no gloves, Brown. If he plays, man, and he he performs, Pinasini, Pinasini might be gone. So he, Penasini, I think it's best for Penasini to suit up, suit up and play. <laughs> to be every honest. Lions right. fan, 
you guys should be all locked in when you watch 61 play today. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. Miles Brown is that guy. guy. Just look for the really big guy with no gloves. (laughs) You're like, oh, that's a guy. That's Miles Brown. That's Miles Brown, baby. That man locker is just uh, jersey, shoulder pads, helmet, no gloves. That man has no gloves, no tape, no nothing. That's what's up, man. That's that's, um, that's old school football. (laughs) Now let's let's get into – the edge rushers, so you have Trey Flowers, Romeo Aquara as your starters, Julian Aquara. I think he's safe. After that, I think it's up for grabs. It's between Charles Harris, Austin Bryant, and then you also have Rashad Berry there, but Rashad Berry hasn't really shown much. Um, if you had a pick between Charles Harris and Austin Bryant, who would you guys pick and why? I'll start off uh, with you, Michael. What do yeah, you got? I got Austin Bryant all day. And I do too. I talked about this in the last episode. This is his ability to stop the run. and mm-hmm. I, I think it's better than um, than Harris right now. Um, but Harris is showing that, you know, he has a lot of speed off the edge as well. So, But I, I'm still heading toward Austin Bryant. I think he's a guy who right now, early, as far as right now, I have him making the roster. Especially yeah, he's healthy, okay. man. Good for him, man. This, he's a guy been battling injuries. Good for him. Yeah, it is good for him, yeah. No, and I think the Lions need those guys. We We mentioned it in our last episode, but the Lions need those guys that are good in the run game to contain the edge because outside of Trey Flowers – you don't really got much because Romeo Cuaro, I think that's a, a part of his game that he can improve on. And I think it, he will improve on Julian definitely could use a lot more improvement in that part of his game. And then, you know, after that, it's who's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Brian, right. That's four. Yeah. So like, I think you need another guy who can contain the edge um, in the running game. And that's something that I think is going to benefit an Austin Bryant over a Charles Harris I think if this was the last regime, for sure, that would they would you know, prefer Austin Bryant. But you know, this is a different you know defensive scheme, so maybe they want more pass rush ability. And I think if we're going with more pass rush ability, I think the better pass rusher is Charles Harris. Charles Harris, like who's going to get to the quarterback? But as far as containing the edge, I think Austin Bryant gives you a better shot. Quick question. Quick question. Is there a chance that both of these guys just make it? I think it's possible. That is possible. That's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't um, mind it. I like both of them. Yeah, they haven't been yeah. bad. They, they've been looking solid. Like I, I think Charles Harris gets the quarterback. That's something that we we have been missing. I think since 2014, you could say. 2014, um, yeah, it's been, yeah it's been a while since we've been able to get to the quarterback, and I think that's something Charles Harris. You know, granted, he hasn't done it versus many starters yet in this preseason process, just because of the competition he's playing against right now. And that's not a knock to him because it's preseason football, but. You know, he, he's done a good job at getting in the backfield and getting to the quarterback. Same with Julian Aquara as well, I feel like, especially in that first game. So, you know, if, if he has another good game and Austin Bryant has another game, good game, I, I think it's possible you carry both. I don't think that's so uh, I, a long shot. I'm not going to lie. I originally had Charles Harris making it, but now that I think about it, Julian Aquara has trouble stopping the run. Yep. Charles Harris is not the best at setting the edge, so Bryant kind of helps in that department. That's what I'm saying, so, yep. Yeah, or like all, all four of them. We'll see today how they play. Obviously, I think it will be telling what they do with those two guys. Now, let's get into um, linebacker. You obviously have Jamie Collins and Alex Anzalone as your starters. Then you have Jalen Reese, Maven, Derek Barnes, Jelani Tavai, Anthony Pittman, and Tavante Beckett. Um, Sean Deon Hamilton's out for the year. He was placed on IR. So, guys, I'll be paying attention to, to be honest. We know Barnes was in. We know Reese Maven is in. I'm going to keep an eye on Pittman and Beckett because Tavai just doesn't seem like he has it. <laughs> you're not watching oh, Tavai wow. today? You're not, giving, you're not giving him a shot? <laughs> he doesn't not seem like a, No, we're not giving him a punch chance? No, we're sending his ass to the moon. <laughs> you're not going to give him a punch of chance? <laughs> no. 
Man. No, I think oh, I think man. his time with the team is done. I think it's time to look at Devontae Beck and Anthony Pittman as potential guys to pair with Reeves Mabin and Barnes. As your uh, you know, it's going to tell. It's going to tell a lot. Special teams will tell a lot, to be honest. Uh, no, I honestly, I honestly feel like this game, if you see Jelani Tavai playing in the fourth quarter, that is it. That means they gave up on him. If he's playing in the fourth quarter, that's it. He's I think it. he's going to play all game. I think he's going to play all game today. You think he's going to play all game? I think it's going to be like, you remember in 2018 or 2019 when Zeto was playing all game? 2019. Yeah. That, I feel like that's what we're, we're going to see with Tavai today. Is, I think it's a different situation with Zeto because Zeto was actually balling out. And they were trying to see if he wanted if, if he could you know, make the roster, but Tavai just been struggling. I don't, I don't know why would you why would you do that to your team? What about their all game? You wouldn't even give like I mean, I I, I mean I just don't really think. Okay, let me take that back. I don't think highly of Jelani Tavai, but I don't really take. I don't think highly of the other guys as well. So I think. How do I work? I gotta read this. I gotta read this. I gotta read this. um, The Lions are high on Beckett, but like Campbell said, he views him more like a practice squad guy where they can make get it make him stronger. I feel like he's an edge guy too. I, I just don't know if he's your, you know, your typical. No, he's not an edge guy. guy. They're not using uh, guys, him as an edge guy. They're I, using him as an inside. Guys, I have to read this. This is from somebody in the chat. Um, he put, um, this is Lee. He wrote, um, this is the last dance night for, for Tavai. Yeah, the last yeah. he wrote, this is the last dance. Yeah, are we really are we, we're comparing a. One of the greatest basketball players of all time <laughs> documentary <laughs> to Jelani Tavai. <laughs> Jelani Tavai should have his. He should have a, a, a documentary series. Oh, like okay, I'm I'm out. I'm okay. I'm done. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like how you know to become the second second, second round, round pick, pick and then the downfall. Nobody, <laughs> nobody knew who he was. Like he, he could build it up. All I right. think that'll be a good show. Like, but like if if you called the Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams thing the last dance, fine. Like Aaron Rodgers is a legend. Called that the last dance, but we cannot compare Jelani Tavai to one of the greatest basketball players of all times. Documentary. Yo, let me ask you a question. Pretty good question. Like, I, I, like out of a scale of one, to, like how shocked would you be if John Jelani Tavai comes out this game and balls the hell? Time. Time. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, he balls. That he forces two turnovers. He's knocking plays. He's celebrating. He's doing that. That that um that 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 flex that he does when he's when he's, when he makes a play that happens like once every two years. Every once that, every. Last time we saw that flex, it was like what twenty. It was a couple years ago when he did that flex. Boy, did you watch his Hawaii right, highlights? <laughs> it's enough with Tavai. Like, all right. Okay. Um, if I okay, hold on. I try to answer Malcolm's question real quick. On a scale of one to ten. Okay. Um, ten. <laughs> I'll be pretty damn okay. shocked too, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. But I'm keeping an eye on him. I, I want to see how he does. This is because this is it. I want to see how he for how he plays under pressure. Like when you know your back is against the wall and you know, like, oh, this is it. If I don't perform this game, I'm gonna be out of a job. And the hashtag is gonna come back. The cut to it, buy it, hashtag will be back on Twitter. It's gonna be too. bad because, I mean, I think Tavai is still young enough that he could probably land somewhere else. New England, yeah, yeah. New England, <laughs> New York. Um, I think Patricia gonna bring him New in. New England, like, yeah, I, I drafted you. I drafted you, Miami. Like those, that type of scheme. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. We think well, Miami because yeah, yeah, Miami they I, have I, some I, faster linebackers. I'm keeping it to New England and New England only. That's yeah. It. yeah the New comments, England the comments at the CFL, only. and I agree with that. CFL. Oh damn, that's that's tough. Well, if we're going the NFL, 
it's New England or bust for Tavai, I think. Yeah, I don't see any other team picking him up. Even though what about, you what got about, the what about Houston, Cleveland, no. Cleveland makes sense too because Bob Quinn is there. Um, I don't he's care. Out of their front office. No, I, I don't care. It's like I think this is a Patricia get... pick. This was a Patricia pick. There was I, both of them. The GM made that pick as well. It was both of them. I I think it's New England or bust. I don't think any okay. other NFL team takes him. I really don't. I would be. I, I, would, I know the Eagles. I would be shocked. The Eagles were high on him pre-draft as well. The Eagles were high on him pre-draft. How true was that? How true was that report? Well, I mean, Howie Roseman is not that good at drafting, so. Let's just all pray that um, if it doesn't work out, let's just pray that he goes, like, to the Packers or something. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if Jelani Tavai was in the North? What if he was a baller? Like, what if they transformed him to a baller? No, that's that's not. That would be something. Let's Let's not do that. All right. Okay. All right, now let's get it. Let's get into the corners. Um, you got Jeff Okuda, Amani Awarie, AJ Parker. Those are your starters right now, and then your backups are Mike Ford, Ifatu Milafanu, Nicola Roby Coleman. Then you have Jerry Jacobs, Corn Elder, and Bobby Price. Um, I I got a bit of a breaking news. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, nothing significant, but Jeff Okuda is not going to be playing today as long with TJ yeah, Hawkinson. I could have. Yeah, I read like the most that. of the starting secondary won't be playing today. Um, yeah. So I just got, we'll I mean, that. not that that's like breaking news or any surprise, but Akuda is not officially playing today. Akuda is um, also dealing with a minor injury as well. Yes. Yeah, but e- even if he was 100% healthy, that, yes. that, that, that I think if it was like a week one game, though, he'd be out there. Like if this was week one today, he'd be 110%. So I think same with Hawkinson, too. Yeah, yeah, these are all minor injuries. They're just being careful with them. I think the only one I would keep like a caution out for is probably Swift because Campbell's. That's like the only one he's made, you know, any yeah. concern about. Honestly, is with Swift, and that's really about it. All right. So speaking so, of the corners, um, I think Mike Ford right now, AJ Parker, Nickel Roby Coleman, Harlox. After that, you got Melifanu. Even Melifanu's alive, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you have Jerry yeah, Jacobs, Corn Elder. Uh, who am I missing? Yeah, that's it. Uh, and Bobby Price. Yeah, Bobby, Bob, Bobby, yeah. Bobby Price. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. a question for you guys. Um, so AJ mm-hmm. Parker, we, we we've made AJ Parker the starting slot corner. Does he play today? I think he I plays. Think he so. needs it. Yeah. You don't think, think he needs he it? Me? I think he needs it. He's an undrafted kid. I no, you're right. You know, you guys are right. You guys are right. I think he does. I think he needs it, but I think he's. I think he's a lock for the roster. I don't think he loses his job today. You don't think there's any shot? No, I think all. Today? I think all rookies should play today. What, what was that, Tyler? I, I said you don't think there's a shot, even if he's terrible today. Let's say I'm not saying I'm not loses, trying to speak that, that he, to existence, that but like his yeah, roster like spot. Is, is that possible? I don't think it happens. I, 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 like, I, I think I think if he plays bad. And like a guy like Mike Ford plays good, then Mike Ford could probably take his his job. starting spot. Yeah, yeah, but I don't see him. I don't see them saying you're not good enough to make the team. Like he's been he's he's been playing. Yeah, I mean you're not going to put all good. your eggs in that. You're not going to put all your eggs in just one game because obviously the coaching staff has seen the two games and they've they, seen all they, the camps. So they're not they're not going to ball their yeah, eggs. They've seen what they did to see from AJ Parker. Yeah, he I, he I, has that grit to him. I, I agree with that. I think he makes his team, but I still think he deserves. He should play today. Um, he should. Guy, yeah, he should. Yeah. He needs the reps. I want to see if if I think he's been solid so far, honestly, in the first two games he's yeah, played. He I think he's been better than what what I've, I've expected, honestly, to see him so far in his early yeah. career. So, I think he was going to play a lot today. 
because he's one of those guys that he just needs experience. He's kind of like your Armani Awari a couple of years ago, where like he just is going to get reps. Like you know he's going to make the team, but he needs the reps right now. Um, so I, I'm really intrigued to see what Malafonte could do today. And uh, as far as the other guys, I think you got a big competition between Bobby Price, Nicole Robbie Coleman, uh, Jerry Jacobs. I want to see all those guys compete too because I, you said you think Nicole Robbie Coleman's a lot. I don't think he's a personal lock. I didn't even have him on my 53 man roster. I haven't seen anything from Nicole Robbie Coleman. And they decided to sign him really, really late. I know he's a veteran presence. So that's something they really need right now. But if he doesn't do anything today, he doesn't look good today, per se. Like, if we're calling out his name in bad ways, I don't think he makes his team. I really don't. Wait, yeah, the, the, the thing is, I was just thinking about it. Uh, Corn Elder and Nickel Roby Coleman, I think those two guys, if they want to carry another, like, backup nickel, like a veteran in the locker room, I think those two guys are like, the competition is to watch time with those two guys. Like, who steps up, who's good on special teams, who makes yeah, I wouldn't field. sleep on Bobby Price either because Bobby Price is in that mix. Oh, yeah, Bobby too, Price as well, yeah. But they, like, he's more of an outside corner, and those yeah. two guys are nickel. Yeah. Where I, th- I think Jerry Jacobs, you know, he's been solid so far, but, you know, I, I think he has more of an uphill battle than these other guys, honestly. I think Jacobs heading towards the practice squad. Yeah, he has an uphill battle to make this 53. Yeah. yeah. So, I, right. I don't know. We'll see. Um, safeties? Okay, we have Tracy Walker, Will Harris. Those are the protected starters. After they have Dean Marlowe, C.J. Moore, those are the projected backups. Then you have Jillian Elliott and A.J. Holder. I think this is pretty simple. Unless someone really just comes out and balls out today, like Elliott or Holder, I think the top four are locks. I agree. I don't think there's going to be much maneuvering with this position. I think yeah. it's Walker, Harris, Moore, Marlowe in some order like that. In some ways like that. Yeah. Yep, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Okay, guys, um, we're going to talk special teams, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bring up your favorite uh, player uh, on the well, team, no, no, Scott no, no, Daly. No no no, right? no, 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 no. I have to go, guys. Um, thank you. It's been fun. All right. I'll, I'll see you guys after. I'll, I'll see you guys after the show. All right. Is it, it still hurting you about uh, Dawn? Is, is it really gone? Did he leave the, All right. the entire edge um, of the building? Well, we're running out of time, so we have to finish this. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Uh, finish. Let's go. The Dawn, kicking team got Jack Fox. At puncher, long snapper, Scott Daly, and then the kickers. I'll say this. If Randy Bullock struggles today, or if Zane Gonzalez like, makes it, if even Zane Collins kicks, I don't think Bullock is safe right now. And the Ravens are actually shopping a kicker, Jake Faraday. He's been really good in the preseason and in training camp. So that, that's a kicker competition to watch. All right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this one last time because I'm tired of saying this. I want to so. see Randy Bullock make a goddamn kick. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I haven't seen him make any. I haven't seen him kick anything other than an extra point. I want to see him make a field goal. Like I want to see him kick from 30, 40, 50. Kick a damn field. I want to see him kick something. We've yeah. seen him kick field goals. It's just not been more than thirty yards. Yeah, he kicked field goals, but <laughs> like I want to. <laughs> I, I want to know if he's gonna be able to make a field goal. I haven't. Like, have, have you guys seen it? I, 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 I told you I wanted he, to see it last game. <laughs> he struggled in camp. Seen, He's been inconsistent. I, I get it, but come like come on, like if they're in a situation to kick, like I get it, you want to go for it, but this time I, I just want to see a kick. I want to see if he can make it. I've wanted to see that last game too. <laughs> this is beyond right. me. Um, we got a visitor on, Josh. What's up? Oh, hold, hold, hold up. Do we have a long oh, snapper battle? By, do we have a long snapper battle by any means today? No, we don't. You sure? 
Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Josh. Right. Sorry. What's going on, guys? Josh, what's going on? What's up, Josh? Good. How about you? I am what? doing better, but but. One name I would keep an eye on too is Buck for a kick for the kicking is Bucks kicker Jose Borregales. I know someone's going to scoop him up. The kids look phenomenal in in training camp. Um, he's going to get a chance to showcase tomorrow night against the Texans with uh, Ryan Suckup on the COVID uh, reserve COVID list. So I would not be surprised to see the Lions offer a seventh round or, or conditional sixth round pick just to kind of get ahead of the waiver claims for this kid. He was a Luke Raza winner last year in Miami, and man, he's been booting him from 61 yards. I, he, he's been very consistent. Um, but the Bucks unfortunately just gave Brian suck up. Not unfortunately, um, but you know they gave him a huge, five million dollars guaranteed on a big contract in the off season, and they're not going to be able to justify with their roster keeping two kickers on the active roster. I know they're going to try to sneak him on the practice squad, but that's a guy to look out for that they might. Talk- What's the name, Josh? Jose Borregales. Okay, that's Jose a name. Jose Borregales. Okay. Did, did you say sixty-one yards? He said 61 yards. He said 61 yards. He, he was really booning for 61 yards. That's intriguing. That, that's yeah. intriguing. And Bring him that in. Is intriguing. Yeah, no, Bring him intriguing. in. Because that's a situation you want to get in from. Because, you know, you want to get get from a team that has veteran kickers like the like the Ravens, like you said, because, you know, they got Tucker already. You know, yeah. and with the Bucks right now, they got um, Ryan Sucka. So, like, you want to get guys that – you want to get guys from teams that have better, you know, veterans on their team that they know they're going to make the team. That's how you know you might get some, you know, some sleeper like that. Um, that's intri- that's interesting because Josh is a Bucks fan too, so you know, you know, he's obviously had a close eye on, you know, what he's. No, been he doing, covers so. the Buccaneers. He's a yeah. Patriots fan. He covers the Buccaneers. So, yeah. Thank yeah, you for that clarification. Stuff. You're welcome, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Wait, wait I wanna, you're a, you're a Josh, I have a question for you, Josh. Yes. So, is Tyler Johnson? Um, is he going to go on waivers? Is he making the Bucks team like no. any wide receivers? Like. That, How's that your return position? Caleb Freeman. Your... It's fine. Okay, because Jaden Mickens is a guy who I think um, Jalen Darden's going to get every opportunity in the world to return kicks tomorrow night. Um, but if the coaching staff isn't fully sold that he's going to be, be able to be a reliable kick and punt returner, um, they could keep Jaden Mickens on the roster and go with seven wide receivers. But if not, he's – grown tremendously in preseason uh and, and during camp he's looked great um coming on as a as a good outside wide receiver plus he's a reliable return man um so i can see someone scooping him up tyler johnson's not going anywhere guys look at an absolute machine and he's just getting better um he could be if godwin decides to move on which i don't think he will he loves tampa he, his wife loves Tampa. I think they'll offer him a deal that's, you know, a little bit below market value that he'll accept. He'll take a slight hometown discount. Um, but if he does go, Tyler Johnson would probably be the next guy up to, you know, take his spot. But there's a couple other guys, Cyril Grayson, who has looked better in camp. He's got track speed. Travis Johnson, who is another good blocking wide receiver. Someone might notice him and pick him up. Um, but as for like wide receiver depth, it's, it's strong, but it's not like, you know, impact your game, your, your team strong, unless you're looking for like a return guy or something like that. 
How about tight ends? And anyone we should keep an eye out for Tampa, maybe? Uh, yeah, if you're looking for a tight end, Tanner Hudson probably won't make it on the on the 53-man roster. Um, guy is everything you want out of receiving tight end. As a blocking tight end, he's not not adequate is a nice word to say. So, okay. um, you know, he's, he's very one-dimensional, but he catches everything. He's, he's a team leader right now in receptions and yards throughout the two preseason games. I mean, there wasn't they, – they haven't looked great, but uh, – and in camp he's caught almost everything his way. So he's a guy I could see them, you know, trying to trade for, you know – off before cut down day if he's not going to make the team for like a conditional sixth or a conditional seventh round or something like that right. um, if they don't think they'll get him back through waivers. But that's a guy I would look out for too. Any okay. linebackers, Josh, on the Buccaneers? Not really, um, unless you're looking for strictly special teams guys. Um, no, inside linebackers, nope. <laughs> yeah. Inside linebacker is probably the weakest spot on this team. Uh, they've obviously – Got Levante and Devin White and even Kevin Minter, but after that, you're looking at rookies KJ Britton, Grant Stewart, fifth and seventh round picks, and then Joe Jones, who was a special team ace in Denver. Um, but they've just looked really bad in defense, and none of them have really shown up in special teams as as the team would like it as much as I, I've noticed. Um, Grant Stewart would probably be the the lone guy, but his physical limitations are the worst on the team. Uh, as far as the guys trying to make inside linebacker. As far as outside linebacker, no. I mean, they just released Qu- uh, Quentin Bell, who hasn't didn't, wasn't claimed on waivers. So he's got, you know, a tremendous speed, former wide receiver turned defensive lineman turned outside linebacker. But, you know, no one decided to pick him up off waivers. Um, Cam Gill has been injured. He's more of a special teams guy. And then Elijah Ponder was a former defensive tackle. That turned off out. Oh, no. Okay. Well, thank you, Josh. Sorry. I think Josh just gave us some very. Oh. <laughs> Where'd you lose oh, me? No, back. I said Elijah Ponder. He's looked good um, as an outside Every linebacker. tackle going outside linebacker. Yeah, he's not a guy that, that I, I think, you know, will be a high waiver priority for some teams. Okay. Especially yeah. to add to the 53 man roster. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we but I have a question Josh. for you guys because yeah, I've been I've been really high on him and I haven't watched any Detroit football at all. Uh, you've heard me praise his name in, or saw me praise his name in the chat a few times, but talk to me about the Sun God. What has he been up to? I'm on Ross. Oh, I'm in Ross St. Brown. Breakout. Yes. Breakout. Go ahead, Tyler. Breakout. Yeah, no, I'm on, I'm on Raw. I mean, his first game, he showed some good glimpses with Jared Goff. Looks like he's going to be one of his security blankets going into the season. It's going to be, I think, a starting receiver for this team going into this season. Uh, Fantasy sleeper this year for fantasy football players. So I like Amon Ross and Brown. I think he's been really good. You know, like I said, I think he's going to be a starter for this team right away. So that's that's big for a rookie, fourth-round rookie. So uh, I'm excited to see what he could do, man. Yeah, Josh, he stays stays, like after every practice goes straight to the jugs. Um, The the beat writers were like, this kid doesn't look like a rookie. He looks like a seasoned vet. Yeah, he gets it. His only bad moment he's really had since being aligned is just that drop last week from Tim Boyle. But even, you know, I think that was like, that's really been it, what we've seen from Mon Rossi and Brown struggles wise. I was shocked he lasted to the fourth round. What about Big Big Levi? How's he been looking? Hans Rodriguez has been solid, man. Yeah. 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 He was was my, my top. 
defensive tackle in the, in the draft. Yeah, he yeah, was the hurt a little, tackle, but um, the draft wasn't great. He's shown like a lot of flash with his athleticism. He's good at shutting blocks as well. Oh, yeah. perfect. Thanks, Al. Yep, thanks for coming on, Josh. Appreciate it, Josh. Yeah, I think Josh brought some interesting names. He he brought a, a need, I think, that you know we need a lot. And I think he said the tight end, Tanner Hudson. So maybe that's a name to keep out for you know Lions fans. You know, he, he mentioned that he's a receiving tight end, not a great blocking tight end. I don't think the Lions need a great blocking tight end right now. I think they just need another, another receiving option. And, you know, I, I thought, you know, Josh has brought an interesting name. So that's a name to keep out for. All right, uh, guys, thanks for coming on. And that's a wrap to this episode. Hope you all enjoyed it, and we'll be back right after this game. I'm out. All right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed, and we'll be right back, like Peter said, after this game. So, peace out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and like like my guy said, make sure you are back after the the the, um, the Colts game, and we'll be right back. We're going to talk about – we're going to have our post-game show, and we're going to talk about what we saw and maybe break down some guys who performed well and maybe some guys who didn't perform well. We're going to break it all down, so make sure you are here after the game, maybe 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes after the game, we will be back here on Spotify. Yep.